Welcome to Therapy Thoughts. How's it going, Abby? Uh, it's going well. I just got back from San Francisco today. Ooh, lovely. Happy to hear it. Happy New yeah. Year, by the way. Yeah, Happy New Year 2023. It's so freaking wild. Oh my God. It's very weird. Oh, dude, I still am in like a world of it's still 2021. I don't know why 2021 really? specifically. Not 2020, but 2021. Huh. I just remember end of 2021, I was like, 2022 is going to be so different mm-hmm. and it's going to be like, everything's fixed in my life. Mm. And then I was so bummed when like the new year struck and I was like, no, it didn't change. <laughs> kind of like, you know, when like 2000 hit and everyone was like, the world is going to end. Oh yeah. I was like yeah, the yeah. opposite. You're like, the world's 20- just beginning. Yeah. Like the world's going to be better. And then it wasn't heard that's kind of funny um sad but happy that yeah <laughs> but yeah. this year's gonna be better this year's good i it you know midnight struck and i was kind of like acceptance you know like mm-hmm. i just kind of accepted that it wasn't going to be that much different 20 it's just a number you know yeah that's kind of depressing but I mean, it's not depressing <laughs> at all why do you think that why do you think it's depressing just that i have no hope for the future <laughs> I uh, <laughs> a little bit. I think it's we call it low expectations. Yeah, we call it low expectations. That way, when we do surprise ourselves, we are that much more grateful. Exactly. Positivity. Positivity. My my goal actually for twenty twenty three is stability. Ooh, I love that. Yeah, I love that a lot. Why do you I say need that? that? Um, because. Like the past year was so much instability mm-hmm. in my life mm-hmm. in many ways. In other ways, it was very stable and like a lot of good things happened. Like instability doesn't necessarily mean bad things. Yeah, of course. It's like change is always good um, usually. In some way, yeah. Yeah. But uh, other things like friends that i had last year like i some of them i can't say that we're friends anymore this year Mm -hmm. like people that i thought were really stable in my life i don't see they moved on as part of my lives yeah yeah and um you know relationships yeah of course so like next year 2024 my goal is to think that like most of the people in my life has have stayed like pretty regular and consistent Mm, i feel like that's just like I, this is what I'm assuming what most of my older friends have said. That's just like that's just how we move forward in life. The more that you grow, the more people that you accumulate, the more that you find the people that you're going to stick with. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, just like as we get older, we tend to gravitate towards people that or we put up with less just yeah, bullshit up, in general. Yeah. You know, I agree with that. So. I think that that's going to just happen naturally. And I think with so much of your life has been changing in a positive way that you're going to be able to do that. Um, I find it also really interesting that you look for the next year. Like you're saying 2024 is like a an end date. Yeah. Rather than this year moving forward. Kind of interesting. Like is it more goal oriented or is it more like uh what is it called like i uh like a gold post um i guess that's a goal post for me okay because it's 
easy now to think of years because you know like it's 2023 Mm -hmm. so instead of like fearing the future i'm gonna be like no the future's gonna happen and i'm gonna still be me you are barring some horrible tragedy i will still be here in 2024 january um and you know that's a good thing just to be me and to be the same is is kind of nice i mean you're pretty great abby i think if you stay consistent and the same of course with like some growth yeah you're gonna be freaking awesome yeah i mean you're already really awesome you too thanks love i appreciate it i try you try (laughs) we've tried so hard we try really hard this year has been like really huge for self-growth for Mm -hmm. me and i think for a lot of people yeah 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 it has been it's I think having a full year after a pandemic has been so eye-opening and really productive, really, really productive because we've seen how different we can be, how much transition can happen. And then from there, we've had some time to adjust back into like humanity a little bit. Yeah. And then start the new year with some fresh eyes, you know, like 2022, we start out thinking, okay, like some optimism, but a little bit of, oh, don't want it to be like 2020 again. Yeah. But I think because of that, we were able to move forward and saying like, okay, I have more freedom to do the things I want to do and like making Mm -hmm. more of it. Yeah. Like we were all like caterpillars yeah for a while um in our cocoon and then in 2022 we were able to go out into the world more and like be butterflies Mm -hmm. and see what our wings looked like once we like emerged you know yeah which and i feel like my wings looked pretty different Mm. than before yeah (laughs) i hate myself for that but i don't know i don't think you should hate yourself for that but also i would agree like Man, just the amount of growth I've seen from you has been really amazing. Has been really, really? amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have noticed you just like be more happy in general. Yeah. I think that's huge. I think we can both say that about ourselves. Like the fact that we are both so much happier yeah. because of the growth and work that we put in has mm-hmm. been phenomenal. Has been really, mm-hmm. really phenomenal. Um, what are some highlights of 2022? Or some notable, like, what's it called? Something mentions, um, honorary mentions. Honorary mentions. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's see. I went last April, I went to Chicago and visited friends from college. Love that. So that was super fun, even though it rained a lot. And I like, I might get hate for this, but I didn't really like Chicago. I don't blame you. I mean, I went once and I don't, and I don't have an a formal opinion so yeah but i think a huge part of it is the fact that you went during april right you said april mm-hmm. yeah april showers bring may flowers baby so you should yeah it wasn't great i don't blame you you know we i've always been a fan of saying like i'll try anything twice so mm-hmm. i'm willing mm-hmm. to go back to chicago me too and we'll see how it goes. Okay. So yeah. you went to Chicago, Chicago. and saw friends. That was fun. Um, I mean, I went to so many concerts last year. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. 
That's awesome. So that was really cool. Um, my ex and I went to a lot like, cause he and I are really like we're musicians. So mm-hmm. he just would kind of like bring me to really cool concerts. I saw, um, Bjork. Yo, when she came to LA. Sick. Yeah. I'm really jealous. It actually. Was really cool. That was like February. That's so cool. Um, I saw Pine Grove, which is a really good band. Um, they're not like super big, but mm-hmm. they're really great. Like, alternative indie rock music Mm -hmm. and um i don't know i just saw like a shit ton of thing i went to like outside lands in san francisco um what else just like a lot of friend time a lot of me time uh i'm sure there'll be more of the more that we (laughs) go through different things yeah Um, i don't know it was a lot of consumed with like the relationship yeah and then when that ended and recovering from a, recovering a from that recovering from the like PTSD from that mm-hmm. that I had um and the anxiety cuz I became like a really really anxious person you did you yeah. did so I'm still like it's the reco- repercussions of that yeah but I think like that gave you some more confidence after you know like it was a low but we definitely see a rise after the fact yeah um because like god again you have so much more confidence now like you're willing to get out put yourself out there and just do the thing it's been really awesome to watch it's been really really awesome to watch yeah what about you for 2022 highlights yeah dude dude so many things um Wow. I, 2022 was a wild ride and I can honestly say it was probably my best year so far Hmm. and I really hope it continues into 2023. It's great. Um, yeah, a lot of highs, a lot of lows, but would not change it for the world. Um, I think, I think one of the most like the highest thing, like the most impactful, we'll say the most impactful thing was breaking up with my ex for Mm. a lot of reasons. Um, it happened at a very like critical point in my life. Uh, I was going through a lot of transition, both career, um, friends climbing, like a lot of transition, a lot of transition. And it really put me in a low that I was, willing to do anything to get out of it. Um, Mm. And it really has transformed me for the better. Uh, I am very happy for and thankful for our relationship. I'm also really thankful that we broke up because I would not be the Mm. person I am today. I am so stoked about the growth that has happened after the fact. Mm -hmm. And I could not like, I'm so happy. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. I I think we can relate there. I think we can really heavily. Can yeah. yeah, it's been so eye opening. The amount of confidence I've gained from it, the amount of clarity, the amount of like struggle that I had to go through to find all these things and come out saying I have solid answers is incredible. Mm. And I'm so happy and so thankful for every single thing. Um, and it was really heartbreaking and it was really hard and I definitely hit a low, not, 
a different low than I have before because thank God for medication. Like I'm bipolar and I've had like suicidal ideation since I was eight all the way until like 21 or 22. Um, and because of my medication, I didn't have any suicidal ideation, which is great. However, it was just like a different low of, wow, I like am experiencing such a different low and it feels good to not hit this rock bottom. But also mm. I now have the ability to say I need to change. Like mm. it's, it's like throwing you it's how do I, I don't even know how to put it. It was just a low that I can see a light, you know, I got thrown oh. into a tunnel instead of like a pit. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I mean, that's not great, but like, no, that's it's great. A better. It's great. Outcome. That, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's not great that I was thrown into pit, but it's great that I saw the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Um, so it was really, really good. It was really, really good. That was probably like the most impactful thing. Uh, went to a lot of concerts, went to a lot of raves, have been exploring different music, uh, like finally understand that I'm polyamorous, finally like getting more comfortable in my bisexuality. Um, it's been a great year. Hard, hard, hard year, hard year. Yeah. But a great year. And I've been so thankful that I've had like this therapist too I throughout it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I realize I've had my therapist since September of last year. Well, sorry, September of 2021. Um, yeah. And having her through all of 2022 was really helpful. Yeah. So I get it. I think I had my therapist since like summer of 21 mm-hmm. yeah yeah around the same time yeah hell yeah because i yeah i was just like i'm really anxious and need to talk to someone yeah so. we love therapy yeah we love therapists it was actually really funny be- well not really funny it was really interesting because i was talking to this girl that i'm seeing right now and we were talking about, uh, like, how do I put this? We we're talking about, like, accepting compliments generally, you know, like the whole thing. We can go all into it. But she said something, like, really meaning or really sweet to me saying, you have given me more in this, like, kind of jokingly, like, you've given me more in this uh, conversation than you have with, than my therapist has within a year. So let me rephrase that. Yeah, like you've get like you've done more for me in this hour or like this conversation than uh, with than I have with my therapist in over a year. And I'm like, wow, that is a huge statement. But also, I can believe it for not because of like me, but because of therapists. And so I went over to my friend Kave and how we talked about it and saying, I think that the main reason that therapists don't have the ability to help a lot of people. Some of them is because they don't have the other side. Like they don't have that low, like they don't, they can't empathize or sympathize. They can't sympathize. Like they can't imagine because maybe they like haven't gone through like the depression or the anxiety. Maybe. Yeah. I think a lot of therapists chose the profession because they have gone through a lot of things. I agree. So you just don't know, but you never know because they can't tell you Mm -hmm. legally. Mm-hmm. But I think more often than not, therapists 
have that empathy and that's why they chose the profession yeah i agree i agree um and i'm not hating on any therapist i'm not saying that and like any of them are incompetent however i just think that some therapists well some of them are very incompetent yeah you're right they're just people in the world they're just yeah they're other people um and but i think a huge part of it is just like either the inability to express the other side or just exp- or having experienced the other side for example like the main reason why like my friend kabe can talk to our friend anthony is because anthony is going through a lot of different emotions and growing points and kabe is able to help him through it because he's experienced the exact same things whereas mm-hmm. like with this girl that i'm seeing she we were talking about accepting compliments and I had that entire growth moment all of last year too. And I was giving her all the reasons that I knew were the reasons that I needed to hear to start accepting compliments and believing it. Um, and once like I walked her through the logic, not saying she was thinking anything wrong, not saying that, um, you know, just like not poking and making her feel bad, but just like saying these are how, people can view it. This is how I view it. This is how people can receive these things. Um, and just like giving all the arguments that I knew I needed to start accepting. And once, uh, once she heard all these things, she goes, wow, you're right. And I feel like she heard it Hmm. because I have that same experience. I feel like because of that, I was able to help her. Can you go into just like briefly what those things were that helped you accept compliments? Cause I'm yeah. curious. Yeah. So the first thing about, about accepting compliments is that the subconscious doesn't understand sarcasm. Your subconscious believes everything that you say, no matter how you say it. If you joke like, Oh, you know, I'm just dumb. Your brain is going to start believing it. Yeah. Like subconsciously. So when someone compliments you and you argue against it, your brain believes the thing that you're arguing. Someone says like you're pretty and you go, no, I'm not. Or someone says that you're smart. You're just like, it's easy. Or Mm -hmm. someone's, or someone says that you're sweet. You're just like, I'm just doing, or I'm just, you know, just like batting it off. Yeah. So then from there, you don't believe the things that people are saying from there. You don't believe these core aspects about yourself, even if you, can maybe say it you know like generally but you don't truly believe it from there also when you argue with people or you just like bat it off people stop giving you those compliments so then when they stop giving you those compliments you're just left with all these negative emotions of oh people stop saying them therefore i am these things that i was arguing Mm -hmm. so when you've been told like oh you're pretty oh you're handsome and you've argued it or like you batted it off and eventually people are not going to want to give you that compliment because they know that you're going to retort. Mm-hmm. And then from there you are sa- thinking in your brain like, Oh no one's saying this anymore. Therefore it must be true what I'm thinking. Yeah. So it kind of feeds back into itself. Mm-hmm. So one way, even if you don't believe it to help, it's just to say thank you when someone compliments you, even if mm-hmm. you don't believe it at all. Yeah. Because then trying to do. Yeah. It's a really, and it's really okay, helpful because yeah, you don't have to say anything else. You mm-hmm. don't like once you do, you're just like, you can compliment back if you don't want to, you are not required to a compliment should not be expected of returning. Like 
having something returned, a compliment returned. It's nice, but not expected. Shouldn't yeah. be expected. Um, so when you start saying thank you, it becomes easier to believe and people then are also more likely to compliment you because you're not fighting them. And then from there, you can start believing it. And then when you start saying, yeah, you know what? I am. Then you start believing it. And then you have that confidence in you, that belief system of all these things that these people are saying is true. And you can start accepting compliments. You're like, thank you. You're right. Or thank you. I try really hard. Or thank you. Um, I appreciate you noticing or something like that, you know? Yeah. I think it's really hard to start but it but saying thank you really has changed my perception of myself Mm. it's also good to like go back and try to remember times people have complimented you in the past Mm -hmm. and just be like oh they did say that about me instead of focusing on the negatives because it's so easy to just remember Mm mm-hmm the like one negative thing someone said 10 years ago Mm -hmm. instead of the like 1500 nice things people have said. Yeah. Um, and it's also that ties into like the power of positive thinking, Mm -hmm. which was, um, something that it was really big. I can't remember when, when it was, but it was like a type of psychology, psychological thinking. I remember this. It became really big. Yeah. Which was, it was like, it's, you take it with a grain of salt because obviously you can't just think positively and everything good, like only good things will happen. True. Because bad things do happen mm-hmm. and you can't control it. Mm-hmm. But usually if you think like things are going to work out or, you know, I feel good, I'm going to do fine yeah. in this test. Yeah. Or like, yeah, I think I do look good today. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't really believe it then it starts becoming like a self-fulfilling prophecy. True. And you actually become it. Yeah, it's really true. Yeah. Uh, There was actually this book I read. I forget which one it was. I think it was Atomic Habit. Um, It was like one of those self-help books. But one one thing to note in there that that really stuck out to me is like on a scale of one to ten from pessimistic to optimistic and eight, like of optimism is the most successful person because they have a positive outlook. They are able to like keep a head up and be able to go for it, but also like have realistic expectations or maybe yeah. like slightly above average real like expectations. Right. Yeah. So once you're like a 10 of optimism, people can just abuse you and take, uh, like take whatever they want from you and you kind of become the nice guy that everyone can walk over. So an eight is when you can start saying like, you're right. Or start saying some healthy boundaries or like understanding when someone is doing something that's going to hurt you. Like something, something is going to happen and you need to be aware of it and you can plan for it. But also you're saying I, this can still be a good thing. Mm -hmm. And kind of what, what I try to do is saying this is a growing moment. Like I don't suck. I'm just learning. I messed up or like I did something terrible. It's like, no, I made a mistake and I'm going to do better next time. Like constantly kind of moving forward. Right. Uh, so I think that's really 
really powerful the power of positive thinking <laughs> yeah and hopefully i can we can both think more positively in 2023 true um and realize we are baddies you know we're great <laughs> <laughs> we're sick we are fucking sick dude we are really cool i think i yes we are sick i think also the one thing that a lot of people get confused is the difference between confidence and arrogance yeah they complete the same and a lot of people that are arrogant are overly confident Mm -hmm. but not everyone that's confident is arrogant Mm -hmm. i think again having that positive self-talk is really healthy and being able Mm -hmm. to say yes i am something great like i am great i am healthy i am smart i am beautiful i am all these different things right Mm -hmm. Being able to say it and feel it and be honest about it is, well, one, it's true. You should believe these things. And Mm -hmm. then two, just because you say it out loud doesn't mean that anyone has the right to take it away from you. Because if someone's going to say it to you, you're allowed to say it to yourself too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like in, uh like in the positive spin or the negative spin? Positive spin. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I th- I dude, uh, being able to say I'm pretty great and not like act like an asshole is a very fine line, but I really try, right. you know? It's and I think you do that too. I think you've done a really great job of being I'm so cool. Yeah. I mean, I can definitely be an asshole sometimes. Hey, negative self talk. I know. <laughs> but you make mistakes and we I continue to grow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when you said the fine line between like arrogance and confidence, I've I was thinking like I tend to be attracted to people who are really confident mm-hmm. and most people are. Mm-hmm. It's a very attractive thing. But a lot of the people, like a lot of the guys I've been into in the past have I've found out they were more arrogant. Mm. on that side mm-hmm. um than anything so it's so hard to know i guess you quickly find out but I it's like hard to know at first true true because it's is it i feel good about these things or is it that they feel good about these things or is it that they believe that they're better than right. other people than about these things right yeah um humility is is a huge thing what's i always find really funny is when people could, when people say I'm humble because it's like it's it's yeah. a little bit of an oxymoron, right? Um, Do people ever say that non-ironically? I don't know. I know that was actually my senior year of high school quote. It was, uh, and I quote, "I'm the most humble person you'll ever meet." P.S. Loki, I'm better than all of you. End quote. Oh my god, <laughs> it was really funny. Nice. Everyone thought it was pretty good. Um, That's awesome. But. I think humility is is also a hard thing because we also believe humility is equivocated to negative self-talk. There's a difference. There's a difference between saying I'm not the best and I'm bad at something, right? Yeah. Because can guarantee most can almost guarantee most of us are not the best at anything, right? Yeah. We are not going to be the best at anything. That does not make us bad at it. No. For example, we rock climb. We're not the best at rock climbing. We're not bad at it. Well, you're much better than me. That's different. On like a 10,000th scale. That's... Okay. (laughs) 
But point is that <laughs> we're not like, bad at it, right? You're like, yeah. <laughs> I I don't understand the ten thousand scale. <laughs> I just oh, made that up. I do now. Okay. I, I don't think, know. I think I get it. I think okay. I get it. You don't have to, but I, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to. Um, but like, it doesn't mean that we're bad at it or no, you know, we're not the best at giving advice. It doesn't mean that we're bad at it. No. Yeah. Remember our listeners, we're not licensed ther- therapists. True. Um, but yeah, whenever I rock climb, which hasn't been a, in a while, but I'm always like, I know I'm not going to be the best at this. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to, like, be hard on myself. Yeah. Because I'm just having fun. Yeah. That was actually a huge thing that I had, that I got over in 2022, which I'm really stoked about. I completed, well, I have always had, like, a long time thing of if I'm not the best, I'm terrible. Like, basically a Ricky Bobby yeah. kind of deal. If you're not first, you're last. Me too. Um, And I did that with rock climbing because, you know, I'm not, like, I'm... I'm a decent rock climber and I feel pretty good about it. Uh, but I was like really training really hard and I really wanted to get strong and I was doing all these things, but I was comparing myself to everyone all the time. And I was always like, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. Even though I was doing things that other people couldn't. Right. And other people were doing things that I couldn't, but I was like, I'm such a bad rock climber. I couldn't, I'm such a bad person because of it and all these different things. Uh, but in actuality, it was just like, I really need to keep this in perspective. I'm not going to be the best at it. This is supposed to be fun. This is not supposed yeah. to be like. This is a hobby. Yeah. And, but also the hard part is that I equivocated trying hard, um, like trying maximum effort with my anger. Like I put them together. Mm-hmm. So like when I tried hard, it was because I was getting angry or I was angry. So I tried hard. Angry at what? It could be anything. It really could have been anything. It could have been work. It could have okay. been a friend. It could have been my relationship. It could have been, it. Yeah, yeah. It could have been climbing in general. Um, so, but because of that, I've also like become technically like not as strong of a climber, but I've had so much more fun. Um, but again, that doesn't make me a bad rock climber. It just means that I'm me at rock climbing, right? Yeah. And so I think like having that kind of confidence of saying like I'm a decent rock climber but also not being an absolute asshole about it saying like I'm a great rock climber yeah like you were saying there was that thing of uh giving advice to people Mm -hmm. but not giving it in a douchey way what's the word for that like giving in rock climbing oh beta yeah beta Oh, like giving beta? Giving beta. But or then, spraying beta? Yeah, but then there was one guy who was like being an asshole about it to someone. Mm-hmm. But like giving it without being asked mm-hmm. to this woman, you yeah. know, yeah. who didn't need it. So there's that like fine line of being helpful but not being asked. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. There is, and I think there's a lot of things with that too. It we can go and delve into it. But I think a huge part is just recognizing when help is wanted. I think that's also, we can talk about that with advice in general, right? I think yeah. whenever, especially I knew I do, I knew, I know I did this a lot, was giving advice unsolicited, right? It's someone's complaining to me and I immediately went to fix it mode. Me too. 
right? It's just like, yeah. okay, how do, how do we help our friends be better? And I think one thing that has really helped me is been do you, asking, like, do you want advice or do you want me to just listen? Yeah. And I feel like that's really changed the dynamic because, one, my friends feel like they can actually come to me. And then, two, I don't feel pressure to, like, give advice. Yeah. Or, I mean, or, at, or question if I gave good advice or if they like wanted want it. it. Yeah. 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 That is good. I've been trying to do that more too. Just being like, can I, I know you didn't ask for this, mm-hmm. but can I say something and then wait? And then like, even over text, Yeah. I did this to a friend the other day mm-hmm. because she's starting to date this new guy. And I was like, I know you didn't ask for this, but can I like put Offer. some, you know, yeah. some thoughts I've been having about yeah, it yeah. and she was like okay and I was like you know maybe you're going too fast mm-hmm. maybe this is moving a little too quickly mm-hmm. and then she was like no I want it to move this way but thanks okay. and it was like good it was productive yeah but I was glad I said something and um we have that relationship I love that so that's a healthy yeah. boundary yeah I think it's she's done that with me too on like on the other side mm-hmm mm-hmm I love this. I love friends giving friends safe spaces. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what an idea. What an idea. Oh, dude. I, what was really uh, fun, what was yesterday? Yesterday was New Year's Day. Yeah. Yeah, yesterday. God, that was a good New Year's Day. Way better than New Year's Eve. New Year's Day, mm. uh, went over to a friend's place, and it was me and a couple friends, and one of our other friends came in. Mm-hmm. Um and he came in with like all these issues. He came in like not in a bad mood, but like annoyed and hurt, right? Um, and he came in venting and we just go, hey, do you want any advice or do you want to just vent? And he goes, no, I'd want advice. And so we just talked to him for probably an hour. And after the fact, he's like, thank you so much. That's for so all nice. This. Yeah. I love that. It was so great. And it was just like clear, easy advice. And it wasn't like anything toxic. It was saying these people are obviously hurting you. And you either need and you need to adjust this. There are so many ways to go forward. These are your options. Um, it was really fun. It was like productive problem solving, but also making sure that our friend is like being happy and healthy. Love that. Yeah. That's so cute. I love I love my friends. I love when my friends can make healthy decisions. Hard decisions, but healthy decisions. Yeah, and also just like coming to people and asking for advice is a huge step too. True. Instead of just holding it all inside. True. True, true. Yeah. Moving forward. Moving forward. All right, my love, do we want to talk about New Year's resolutions? Yeah. Or do you have something else you want to talk about first? I wanted to talk, like, I don't know, we talked about this to death, but, like, the confidence thing. Yeah, sure. Just a little bit more? Sure, please. Because I feel like... I've struggled with my, the way people perceive me Ooh. for a long time. Okay. Um, and realizing that people perceive me really differently than how I perceive myself. Of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course. Um, but like people have always said like for years that I come off really confident and really sure of myself. And um, maybe you're, you're like, no, you nah. do. No, you do. <laughs> I've always found you to be confident. Yeah. And some people who don't know me have even gone as far as to say that they thought when I, when they first met me that I was giving off like vibes that I was better than them. 
Mm. Or that I just like didn't care or was more aloof. Um, Interesting. Which was hard to hear because I care as we talk. I care a lot. So it's like, what? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I just don't know. And like one of my friends said when she first met me. Well, a few of my friends have said they thought I hated them when I first met them. Relatable. What? Very relatable. When? Uh, one very recently and two just like over the years. That I hated you? No, no, not you. Not you. Oh. No, no with me, with other people. Oh, like okay. People thought I hated oh, Okay, them. good. I was like, hmm. No, I never thought you hated me. Okay, good. But is there more to that or do you want me to respond? Uh, <laughs> And then the ending is like, yeah, one of them, this girl was like, well, a lot of people have said that I come off as very intimidating and um, mm. like they don't, they don't want to like get involved be- with me in terms of like a relationship because, or friendship, because I just seem like a lot, which I don't really know what that means. Interesting. Like they don't, they just don't, don't want to get involved with that because I, I don't know. Interesting. So yeah, I've been grappling with it for a while and trying to like change the way I come off to people. Mm. The last thing I want to do is come off as intimidating. So there's, there's a couple of things here. Yeah. Um, one, first of all, I think you're lovely. You're an amazing human being. Thank you. Of course. <laughs> of course, love. You're a sweetheart and I've never found you to be aloof. I've maybe you've like definitely missed something, but I feel like missed. Like missed either a key detail or not a key detail. Like miss maybe um like an emotion behind something. But everyone does this. Like maybe you just like didn't recognize how important this was to this one person. Or maybe you didn't like that's like important what was for example actually i don't have like an example with us but let's say hypothetically that someone was like having these issues coming forward saying like um yeah like i have this problem with my partner uh and maybe you hear it as like this person sucks and maybe you just like might put it in some way like that. Hmm. I don't know. I don't oh, know. Like the partner sucks. Yeah. 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 Cause I can, I'm actually, I'm very blunt. I think that's what people get confused. So is that you're not aloof, but you're blunt. Yeah. And I think that that is also a distinction. Some people can't handle that. I think that mm. because you say what's on your mind sometimes that people think that you just don't, regard their emotions when in actuality and that can be what some people interpret as intense Mm -hmm. because you're being honest with them and saying hey this is like an issue or whatever right like this is a red flag and maybe that's what people are perceiving maybe that's a good point um i have never found you to be intimidating i've never found you to be a lot um yeah you can get energetic right like so does everyone some people can just like have emotion showing what an idea some people can have like a lot of energy around people some people can like you're just a normal human being that is happy some people can conflate can conflate happy with a lot yeah or like 
I am really positive. We're talking about positive thinking. Exactly. Like I'm just very like positive, optimistic. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of things like phase me, even though they might internally, but I don't show that on the outside mm-hmm. as much maybe. Mm-hmm. So people think like, oh, she's just like. Disregarding. She just has like a lot of things going for her maybe. Or, now that that kind of came off like an asshole thing to say. No, but I don't like, think it did. I don't think it did maybe at all. They think I just can't relate to hard feelings. Yeah. And no. deep emotions when mm-hmm. I really do have that. And like I've gone through depression and stuff mm-hmm. and like really hard things in my past but i just don't show it mm. i don't know i th- maybe if if you want to adjust i'm not saying you should i think the people that accept you for who you are are the people that you want to keep around the people that are um saying that you come off this way you can give them a couple chances right like they can come around a lot yeah like I tend to be very standoffish the first time I meet people. Me too. Because they're not a recurring character in my story. So hmm. like I do want to present nice and like depending, right? Mm. But also at the same time, I'm not going to put a whole lot of energy into someone that I know I'm never going to see again. It's partially like my own social battery because I know I only have so much. And two, it's like I don't want to be an asshole, but I just am understanding our dynamic. Mm-hmm fine line i'm putting it kind of poorly but some people do find me kind of rude and standoffish because i just can be yeah i feel the same way i think Um, we're similar in that way mm -hmm. i think we are people have said i'm reserved upon first meeting yeah 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 um i think it's just like we save our energy yeah um and we really can be intimate with people that we know are going to be important to us yeah and it is very obvious, unfortunately, when I don't like someone. Mm-hmm. Again, so, the bluntness. Yeah. Yeah. It's not great. I, I get it. I do get <laughs> it. And I can also relate there, too. There's a lot of things that yeah. can be on their side, too, right? It's a two-way street. It's either, like, maybe you, maybe you, like, could possibly just be a lot. Or they're just sensitive to these things that you're giving them, right? Mm-hmm. And it's for both people to have these like for you and this person to feel like oh that just didn't work right people Mm -hmm. are going to have like misconnections misinterpretations this is normal however doesn't mean that you have to change you're great you're amazing if you want to you can adjust saying like okay maybe I'll smile more I know that you said that yeah like oh I should smile more with people I like first meet but I don't know like it, if you're making the friends that you feel are good for you and like there are also some people that you know you're going to see multiple times you're like okay that person's going to be a part of my life like let's put in some energy mm-hmm. it's fine to not make friends with everyone yeah doesn't mean that you have to be enemies no thank you for discussing this in detail because i don't have a of lot course. of people that can like really go into it with mm-hmm. without like i do but i just don't want to feel like i don't know no, what? You don't want to feel like what? I have a hard time like making space for discussing myself with like friends and uh, like it's such an amorphous topic of mm-hmm. how I might come off that a lot of friends like, like you said, oh, I've never found you intimidating. A lot of my really close friends don't find me intimidating. No, of course not. So they're like, no, I've never felt that. But it's been like acquaintances who've told me afterwards or like past friends who've told me that their friends upon meeting me 
were intimidated or were like very taken oh, aback taken aback or just like said oh i hope she likes me about me yeah 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 which is like nice but also but can i'm be, like, like how do i even like come off it's so weird mm-hmm. no i hear it i do hear it like i i i'm gonna like use my ex as an example she like even when she was trying to be nice sometimes she came off just like rude she had like mm-hmm. resting bitch face um she was beautiful but just like had a resting bitch face uh wasn't like that friendly with a lot of people wasn't rude well sometimes she was rude i'll give it up um <laughs> And I've definitely had people come up to me later being like, yo, she's weird. Yo, she's yeah. mean. Yeah, you mentioned um, that before. Very rude. I don't know if she likes me. Um, and honestly, sometimes it was true. Like, She just didn't like them. She didn't like them. Yeah. She was being rude. She didn't care. Like, yeah. that, was a, that was her, you know? Like, that's just who she was. With you, it's a little different. I think that you have these very positive attributes and some people just don't know what to do with them. Um, or you just have like an, uh, a side of you that only shows in specific settings. And these people just hit those specific settings. Like you're going to meet people when you're tired, exhausted, and hungry, right? And you're going to be annoyed. Yeah. You're not going to be your best self. Yeah. That's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. we move on. <laughs> and, move on. and that's an experience that we have and then we can move on and if they like re- reoccur or you can apologize and say like yeah and set up a boundary saying like i'm really hungry i'm really tired i'm exhausted i don't have like the social battery i promise this is not me yeah However, i definitely get hangry yeah like that's a normal thing that yeah. is a very normal thing um but if like maybe one way to put it or when you have these interactions and saying like hey i'm sorry or like not apologize, but like, I mean, you can't apologize, but being, Hey, this is a very specific scenario and yeah, I'm sorry. I come off this way right now. However, I'm just like having, I just need to like meet these needs or I'm tired or Mm -hmm. whatever. Right. Or if it's like positive things, like when you're excited and outgoing, you don't have to apologize for those. unless you're like being rude to people, because if you're being happy and excited and you're being respectful and you're trying to be like as kind as you can be of course like sometimes you're gonna mess up that's normal but if they have these negative reactions to that those are the people that might you might want to distance yourself from which is fine yeah 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 but abby i think you're doing great i think the people that have been in your life and have stayed in your life are because they accept you for who you are And because they see all the goodness that is Abby. And yeah, you're going to miss a couple of good people that like here and there. But that's just normal, right? Yeah. I think. Everyone's going to like you. No, it's true. It's very true. Um, And these acquaintances can stay acquaintances. And if you want to change that, you can. And I know you have the skills for it. But it's okay. Have you ever gotten that you've given a weird impression that you didn't feel like you were giving? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I'll give an example of when I knew I was being standoffish. There's actually a girl that I'm like kind of interested in, and she's kind of interested in me. Um, and the first time I met her was just like at the climbing gym. Uh, she uh, like either came up to my friend 
or already knew him and we were talking and we're just like it was us three just climbing together and i was just tired and i was just trying to climb i either went out the night before or it was just you know weekend day um i was just trying to climb and you know it was just giving like some conversation not really talking too much i found her attractive of course uh but i just either didn't have the bandwidth and or i wasn't like finding her to be a recurring character right mm-hmm. um and then the next time i saw her she comes up to me and she goes hey i'm like oh hey how's it going and just like i'm myself i'm bubbly i'm like oh it's nice to see you all these different things and she goes you're different i'm like what do you mean and we talk about it i'm like heard yeah you're right i was being standoffish and i like knew it i was like yeah i was tired didn't want to talk sorry about that but hello this is me now um and i explained it and i think she like heard it very well and now we're you know we're friends we're into each other i'm like that's kind of now we're pals right hmm. but it's gonna happen like peop- yeah i'm sure a lot of people either found me find me loud or annoying like i'm kind of out of the gym because i just really enjoy like kave makes me laugh yeah all the he time. does yeah. like he makes me he is one of the funniest people and it, mm-hmm. i've also really been enjoying just laughing in general i've like mm-hmm. found laughing to be easier now That's so great. yeah it feels really good um some me too actually might, yeah like yeah. i like will laugh out loud a lot more than i used to mm-hmm. it feels really good yeah and even sometimes if you don't believe it, you then start laughing genuinely because of it. Like, for example, uh, one of my friends, Mario, he like one day he goes, can you laugh with a straight face? Like you have no emotion on your face and you have to laugh genuinely. Mm. And I try. <laughs> oh, my God. And I, every time I think about it, I laugh so <laughs> <laughs> so hard and whenever i'm like in a bad mood uh mm-hmm. i'll try laughing with a straight face and i start <laughs> laughing for like a straight Aww. minute because i'm laughing at how dumb it was and then laughing at how i'm laughing and then laughing yeah. at the whole situation that's cute yeah and, giggle yeah giggle monsters over here and it's so fun and mm-hmm. Ka- me and coffee will just laugh at each other for example we have this thing where sometimes we'll just pick up the phone and we'll start like <laughs> oh like God. like a Patrick <laughs> menacing laugh. Yeah. <laughs> and so we lose and it, dude. Just, oh, those are the best friendships. Yeah. You don't even have to say anything and you just start laughing. Dude, it's great. I love this guy. He is he's so great. I love him so much. But because of that and me being loud and expressive, um, and just like, you know, yeah. I'm sure people find me annoying. I'm sure people find me overly confident. I can guarantee it. I'm fine with it. I'm so fine with it. I'm very happy with the way that I've been making friends because I can go up to people. And it's been really good because all of my friends are quality friends. And it's great. Like, I have a lot of quality friends. And I'm very happy because I'm just genuinely myself. And whenever people Mm. come up to me and have an issue, I either talk to them about it or be like, sorry. You feel that way. <laughs> sorry you feel that <laughs> way. Or sorry, and I'm sorry you feel yeah. that way. Yeah. I actually don't like the fact that some people are like, sorry you feel that way is not a good apology. Like, that just makes people feel bad. Because, like, I see that, I hear that, but also I do genuinely feel sorry 
that other people feel that way. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry you felt like, I'm sorry that I made you feel that way. Mm-hmm. Maybe is that, maybe, I don't know. But that, that might be more clear. That might be a better. For me, yeah. what it is, is I don't believe in saying sorry if you're not sorry. Yeah. So, I've been not doing that like anymore. I love that. Yeah. And I think that's why I won't say I'm sorry if I don't feel like if it's something that I meant to do, maybe it's not going to be in malice. I never try. I try not to do things in malice. And if it's something like I am arguing with someone, they're like, you really uh, like you're not listening to me. No, it's not like that. It's like, um, for example, this is like probably a best example. Um, I reconnected with a friend who moved to Seattle and she's just like down here for a bit. We climbed for a little bit and she's pedantic. So she's like very specific, like needs to clarify every single thing that you're saying. Right. She's been dancing. No pedantic. Oh, <laughs> Wait, I was so confused. <laughs> she's been dancing. Yeah. And needs to clarify everything. You're I was saying. like, okay. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> What does pedantic mean? Oh, uh, it's like please enlighten me. It's it's being hyper specific with all of your words kind of deal, right? So it's oh. like if you like let me just if I go into the story more it'll, it'll probably clarify. <laughs> so I talk about how I'm how when I run, I like doing loops rather than laps. Like I write like running loops, like going out and never seeing the same spot twice. Mm, like you, I see. Okay. Like you do a rectangle or a circle, yeah. and it just do it once, uh, rather than laps where you do multiple of the same thing, right? Kind of like a track. Yeah. So I say I like doing loops over laps, and she goes, "Aren't loops laps?" I'm like, "Yeah," and so she <laughs> continues to argue with me. I'm like, "No, I like running loops," and she goes, "Those are just laps." And so eventually, I had to clarify, like, I like running a loop, but there are multiple loops that I like to run. And mm-hmm. so she was like arguing with me and well, not arguing, but like trying to clarify. Right. And she continues with saying, uh, I'm pedantic and this is just my way of like really showing that I'm uh, interested in your conversation. So you should be thanking me. I'm like, I'm happy you feel that way because I did not feel appreciative of her like arguing with all my you should words. Be thanking me. Yeah. 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 That so rubs like, me the wrong way. It like, it was half joking, half serious. Okay. Um, and she said she said the words I'm pedantic. Yeah. Wow. So she knows these things. It just she, sounds like not to be shady, but like she's a sweetheart. Yeah. She's a sweetheart. I don't know her. She's she is a genuine sweetheart. She and of course it is her way of like being intentional with her words. It's just not okay. how I receive like yeah that kind she, conversation. She's saying no. It's I'm very interested in this conversation, and that's why I'm clarifying pushing back yeah 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 yeah. um whereas for me it's just like this is not Hmm. how i want to move forward like for just let it go yeah yeah kind of just like let it go it's fine like whatever it is you don't have to understand everything i say i probably won't understand everything you say it's totally fine um and so she goes you should be thinking me i go i'm happy you feel that way i'm happy like you're secure in this (laughs) And so she goes, I know what you're saying. I'm like, I know you know what I'm saying. Like, I'm oh my God. I, I'm just very intentional with my words. It might sound like an asshole thing. However, I just like am very, I'm not going to say thank you for someone rubbing me the wrong way. I'm not going to say sorry for things I didn't do or that I'm not sorry about. Like, I 
am trying to be intentional with my words and some people are going to take it the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's just how it's been helpful moving forward. Hmm. So it's unfortunate because like I'm sure Yasmin or Yasmin. (laughs) Yeah. She's a sweetheart. Uh, She might be a little annoyed with it, but at the same time, I really appreciate her. I just didn't like that conversation. That's it. Yeah. That's literally all it is. We don't always have to agree. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. We don't have to agree. We don't always have to agree. <sighs> it's like we can agree to disagree kind of deal. Yeah. Oh my God. I have so many of those agree to disagree moments with such, people. Such as? I can't really think of one right now. <laughs> but I am very stubborn and competitive. So, you know. Mm-hmm. I can be very stuck in like one point of view. Mm. I'm very like open-minded, but sometimes I'm like, no, I'm on the right side here. Well, yeah, everyone has those things. Yeah. And I'll, and then my mom, I'll tell my mom and she's like, I think that you kind of said the wrong thing here or she sees the other perspective. I'm Mm -hmm. like, no, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was right. Yeah. And you're just like, all right, we're just going to go different ways. Yeah. That's fine. I think that's healthy because Mm -hmm. we can't make everyone see what we need to see. Or what we see. Moving on. Yeah. Do we want to go into New Year's resolutions? Now? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. Back to that. any good ones oh i actually heard a good one there was a girl that i met on field uh and we called i like just called her oh like we talked for a while we stopped because of holidays and then she reached out i was like hey yeah like let's get on a call so we called and one thing and i asked her if she had any new year's resolutions and she goes no i really don't like them i go why she goes because i base because i do this monthly Basically, it's like every month I try to do something like I try to just make it intentional, like break it up into more bite sized pieces because New Year's resolutions, you do kind of forget about it right over time. Yeah. So and also one way that she does this, too, is by every month she makes a playlist of all the of like music that she's listening to. So like for the month of like May, for example, she puts all the music that she's listening to just in that playlist and just plays that. And then when it comes to what June's after that June, uh, she starts putting music in there. And then that oh way years later, when she goes back into Spotify, she's like, Oh, what was I feeling in like 2018 of oh October? My God. It's kind of cool. Must be right? So organizational. I, Is she a Virgo? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, wow. But I relate because I am a Virgo and Sam, I want to do that. I want to do that. I know. I know. I won't though. Oh, I'm I, totally gonna do. I that. won't stay on it. I wanted. I actually need to do that today. I'll do that. I'll start doing that. Like I love that idea of making small goals and bite-sized goals because mm-hmm. that is truly the way like human beings I think do best. Yeah, we have short intentions, man. Yeah. Um. So I I want to do that part. Yeah. I was at the Warriors game in San Francisco over break, mm-hmm. and um, they they had like this poll. Mm-hmm. It was like Coca Cola or whatever or Diet Pepsi like did a poll. 
okay. of people. And it was like, did you complete your New Year's resolution of like 2022? Mm-hmm. And then it was like, it was like 35% no. 35%? Said, Only oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Said 35% yes. yes. And then like 65% percent. Percent no. And I but, thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Because it was just so accurate. Like people literally don't do it. I couldn't tell you what my New Year's resolutions have ever been. Me neither. I Maybe one of them was to run more. I don't remember what year that was. <laughs> well, I think you did it. I've... Well, you have run I've, I've more. I've ran. <laughs> you have run yeah. one time. At least the once. At least once. Uh, but I agree. Like, I think that is going to be a new goal. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow. Now that I have a little bit more free time, I'll make that tomorrow's plan. Um, yeah. To make plans. Plans to make plans. We're plans such Virgos. Yeah, we are. Dude, that's, I, I live and die by my Google yeah. calendar. I was literally thinking today, like, I want to get, like, a fresh notebook. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Do you want a moleskin? I have one. I'll just give it to you. Really? Yeah. You don't want it? I What's do. What's up for all your plans? I, I have so many, like, extra oh. notebooks. I'll give okay. you one. Boom. Done. Boom. Done. Next thing Sweet. on our list. <laughs> I love checking off stuff. So that is a mental check off. Perfect. You can write it down. Like first yeah. thing on the book is to get a new yes. <laughs> notebook and then, and then check. check it off. I love that. Let's go. Ah. Low hanging fruit, baby. Yes. I'll bring it over we next time. We love side. small goals. We love small goals. And I think um, like that's really what it does. Uh, actually, what's really interesting is my therapist at one point goes, how do you view, view days? Like, how do you view the calendar? I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, some people view like, like a month as like one, like you look into, let me explain how I kind of do it. For example, I see, uh, every two weeks is like a block and every, and, um, the way that it is in my brain is that there's a wall, but like a door right to the right of it and I can see through that door into the next two weeks whoa so it's like basically the first half and the second half of the month right that's like uh-huh. basically every two weeks um, so every two weeks there's a door that pops open <laughs> yeah I guess so uh, it's wow a, it's not it's more of like a doorway it's not an actual door but it's it's been really interesting because that's how like you can, if you can visualize it that way or like set up a structure like that, then you can make those bite-sized goals. And that's what she was basically trying to tell me. It's just like, if you say in this block, I'm going to do this or in this like two, three, four blocks, I'm going to do it. Then it just makes it a little bit more manageable. Yeah. yeah. I freak out because a lot of times I'm like Monday, that's the beginning of the week or mm. Sunday or whatever. But then I'm like, but this was like the 50,000th Sunday. True. So it's not actually the beginning. It's like the end. No. No. <laughs> no. Uh, like, that freaks me out. That's when I freak, like, go down the spiral of, mm, like, stuff. Heard. Heard. Do you ever think like that? Uh, Where it's, I, like, every Monday is actually the 50 millionth day? Um... <laughs> I kind of do and I don't. Mm-hmm. So like on just like the pure like Monday or Sunday thing, I've switched my calendar from Monday through Sunday. It's really nice because then Saturday and Sunday are literally the weekends. 
So it's like you switch your calendar like visually or yeah, what? visually in your mind now in my Google calendar. Oh, you can do that. Yeah. Highly oh. suggest. Um, do you it, have an iPhone? Yeah. Oh, you can do it on your Google app and on Google in general. It's on both my laptop and my phone. Oh. Highly suggest Monday through Sunday. Everyone else does it in the world except for us. Um, hmm. But also it's just like nice because then you see the weekend and you're like, this is the weekend. Um, but what was the other question? Uh, oh, like 50 millionth day. Yeah. I think it's just more along the lines of like, I'm continuously moving forward. And that just means that there's more opportunity. That's what the positivity has really been kicking in. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I've really been enjoying it. Like why, why is it that you freak out after the 50 millionth day and not like the 40 millionth or. Like, what is it that... I'm freaking out during all, all the days, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like, every day is being wasted? Is that what it is? Um, No, just, like, the passage of time, you know? Okay. What I, think about a lo- I think a lot about how, like, I'm, gonna, I'm the youngest I will ever be right now in this moment. And that kind of freaks me out. But it also makes me think, like, I should just... Like, I'm very... I try to be present and... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like the anxiety is like, there's so much to do. Yeah. And I am only going to be young for so long. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that. Yeah. I, I feel like, like I'm only going to be like this hot too. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I'm probably stay the so hottest hot forever. that I will ever be like right I don't now. believe that. Like for example, my friend Adrian, he's 38. He is? Yeah. And he's like the hottest oh, he's ever been. I had no idea that he was yeah. 38. She's, he, he does not seem... No, 38. he's young. He's like lively. He's he's yeah. built. He he's looks so great. built. Like he. Oh yeah. But if you look pictures when he was like our age, nah. Like he is really? the hottest he's ever been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So they're like thinking in this is my peak. Not great. No, I would not, not suggest. No. Uh. So when I look at Adrian, I'm like, I am yeah. only gonna be continuing to move forward. Age like, like a fine wine aged like a fine wine it's true and i think a huge part of it is that i've have been like thinking more about my age like every year like i turn 25 i'm like i'm no longer a young 25 i'm now middle like mid 25 and it's been kind of weird i'm not gonna lie and i think more about my 30s and like I'm not going to be like the youngest person. Like I'm, I've consistently been the youngest person in all my friend groups Hmm. and more and more people are just like just young adults. Right. And they're just going to naturally come into our lives because they're coming to the workforce. They're coming to the climbing gym, all these different things. So that kind of freaks me out a little bit, but at the same time, it's just like all my friends, most of my friends are in their thirties and they're fucking killing it. And I'm like, okay, I, am 25 and I already know this much and I can already feel this good and I'm already this confident. I'm already this hot. I'm already this like strong and capable. Mm-hmm. Only good things. Well, not only, but like, like to say only good things are coming, right? Yeah. Like I've heard your thirties. People say that your thirties are, you're really, really like good and stable and like yeah. happy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. there was, uh, I forget her name, but a comedian, a stand-up comedian. And she goes, and at the time she's 25, I'm 25 and I'm trying to like clean all my shit before I'm 30. Like your twenties is when you 
are like this lake and you're trying to clean up all the shit out of the lake, like daddy <laughs> issues, yeah, um, PTSD, all before when you hit your 30s and the lake freezes. <laughs> oh, shit, <laughs> yeah. Like the lake forever. does freeze. Uh, and I like don't believe it, but nah. it was like a funny joke because yeah. it's just, like, okay, I want to put in the work now. And, you know, like people do become less like more resistant to change yeah that's like definitely a mindset however i think it's been really good for me to think like this because not good like just like that but have that kind of frame of mind because it's i'm already putting in so much work that my 30s are going to be freaking awesome however i still need to think about right now and i think it's been giving me a lot of hope for the future that's great yeah like what is it that's scaring you about the future uh, I guess just not knowing, not knowing. That's like the scary part. Mm. But and knowing that like anything is possible. Yeah. You know, and like the butterfly effect. Yeah, I'm gonna ask you what my therapist asked me. Do you believe that you like? Do you not believe that if something happened to you, like a, an opportunity presented itself or some negative situation happened, that you wouldn't be able to handle it? Do you truly believe that you would not be able to handle it? Depends on the situation. No, I believe you can handle it. I really do believe that you can handle it. I believe that because like whether it's with a friend, a partner or, or like any kind of loved one or family, I believe that you already have so many tools to do amazing things. Mm -hmm. And then when it comes to careers, I know you're making amazing strides. Like, yeah, I think you already have the tools to move forward to make good decisions. Do you believe that? Yeah. I mean, one thing when my ex broke up with me last year, uh, or no, uh, it was like November, 2021, mm-hmm. that ex, I was really heartbroken. Mm-hmm. And I remember just lying in my bed, like crying, but also like right after it happened. Yeah. But also I remember thinking to myself, like, I'm going to be okay. I love that. Which was really interesting Mm because before when like breakups had happened, I was just like, no, I don't really see. Yeah. Like I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel Mm -hmm. and I'm never going to find anyone else, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. But this one like hurt so badly and I didn't see it coming, but I still was like, I'm going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Which was interesting. And that is you being able to handle the situations. I think you do have these skills and I think that when your anxiety kicks in, I, I believe if you said, I know I can handle it, whatever is going to happen. I know you can do it. Yeah. That is like what's been really helping me. It doesn't help all the time. It doesn't help all the time. I still freak out about shit yeah. all the time. Fake it till you make it, I guess. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Again, the subconscious is really dumb. Yeah, it is. I saw a TikTok about this, actually. Please. This woman was like, people don't understand, but like, we really are our, our own programmers. Mm-hmm. Which you would like this, because like, you're kind of, you're like a programmer. <laughs> yes. So like, we are our brain's programmer. Mm-hmm. So going back to positive thinking, mm-hmm. if we tell ourselves like, I'm bad. Mm-hmm. Our brain, you know, you said like it doesn't have distinction no. between it. So it's like, yeah, I'm bad. Yeah. It just saves that, writes yeah. in the memory. And then it yeah. replays it as reading the text. Mm-hmm. It's like writing a book. 
And then you, yeah. but with only periods, no question, or like maybe a question mark here and there, but no exclamation points, no uh, like emotion behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just going to play back exactly what happened or what you said or what you like believe. And you might not even be reading it, but it's definitely just like collecting memory. Mm-hmm. So I believe it. And I do believe that you are so capable. Mm. And I hope yeah. you believe that too. Yeah. You're, you've been really great at like helping me reframe things too. Thanks. I really yeah. try. And just like. Yeah, putting the positive spin on it. <laughs> You're really good at that. Thanks. It's really helpful. It, it, I've really been enjoying it. And I hope that, and I'm really happy that you have noticed, first of all, and that you are appreciative of it. Please tell me, like, if you just want to, like, it's fine to, like, feel the emotions, feel the negative emotions. That's super important. Be like, mm. this sucks. Yeah. And I know Yeah, that it's wrong to yeah. think that way. Just, I do. Yeah. It's okay. Sometimes. Sometimes. Well, you can also like feel just like bad, but also have like a positive yeah. outlook. Yeah. Like, oh, like my, for example, grief, for example, right? That's uh, hard. Yeah. Extremely hard. Breakup, death, like relationship just lost in general. Um, whatever grief is, you can feel those negative emotions and like let them out, but also say like, I'm going to be fine. Like how you were, right? I think that's really healthy the way that you handled like the relationship, the end of your relationship, as you just explained. Mm -hmm. And I think really feeling it is super important because otherwise you're just going to bottle it up. Yeah. Because there is toxic positivity. There is toxic positivity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I definitely felt it. And I let myself be pretty sad for a while. Not too, not too long. Yeah. It's always weird saying good to like, I'm happy you feel sad or like good or not happy, but like, yeah. Good thing that you felt sad, right? It's yeah. a little weird, but I think it's no, really it's important. Thing. Yeah. I've, I don't know. Like, I feel like a lot of guys after breakups, they just move on really quickly. Well, yeah, they get into either and another get, relationship yeah. or like a hoe phase. Yeah. Or they just like have the toxic masculinity of like, oh, bro, it doesn't matter. Let's go lift. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I feel this is just generalization, but I feel like a lot of like women or, you know, female presenting people like they do feel it but then when they move on they really move on yeah they process their emotion they process it but then it's like once you process it you're done mm-hmm. and a lot of guys end up like coming back around but then like maybe six months later yeah or four months and because yeah. the guy's like finally feeling it true the girl like this has happened to me multiple times where it's like i'm done like i'm over it yeah 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 it's really powerful <laughs> yeah and and it's that's a really good example. That's a really good example. I really thought about it like that, and I've definitely been on both sides. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's really hard. But I'm really happy you say it like that. Of process, like feeling is helping process. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of. It's really uncomfortable. It's really uncomfortable. Yeah, it's really easy just to push it push it aside yeah you're just like i'm gonna go lift i'm gonna go yeah. climb i'm gonna go run i'm gonna yeah and or, go for it like after that breakup right afterwards i went to this party mm-hmm. and with like a bunch of my friends mm-hmm. and then the one of the first things someone said to me was this girl came up to me and she was like 
oh like just pick yourself up like you know the best way to get over someone is to get under someone yeah i've heard that before yeah and i was just like thanks but like in my mind i was like i'm really not ready for that yeah Yeah. like it just happened yeah and i'm not that kind of person that is definitely pushing it yeah pushing it in a bottle i'm like don't i don't want anyone to touch me (laughs) don't touch me please don't touch me don't touch me (laughs) i'm fragile (laughs) so the last thing i want is to like just feel shitty about someone that i've slept with when i just meant not to you know yeah yeah i think it's always like that first person you're like i'm gonna feel bad yeah or like that first date after a breakup for sure and like yeah i've had that where you just cry in the car mm-hmm. afterwards mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, you're like this not, sucks they don't know me like they did true dude true and it's but, always yeah there's yeah. so there's so many emotions to that there's yeah. so many emotions to that I mean, yeah i'm gonna have to go into it but dude <sighs> oh on a lighter note before, yeah. i know we should wrap it up but i wanted to say i went to this pottery um holiday party love and it was at the pottery studio that I am a member of. And I realized that I think I had a crush on like everyone that works there. <laughs> and I thought that they all had crushes on me. Okay. But they, but I'm not sure. But like one of them, mm-hmm. it was just like a funny thing that I realized. Okay. Um, and there's one girl that works there who I had a crush on. And I thought that there was like vibes. Mm-hmm because of something that she did that I was yeah. like, this is a sign, you know? Mm-hmm. And then she arrived the, at the party with her boyfriend mm-hmm. and I was like, damn it. Sad. But like, I mean, she could be bi or whatever, but yeah, still. there's a lot like, of things. I read like, that wrong. Yeah. But then there was this other girl that works there mm-hmm. and she was flirting with me. I love this. And I could like def- definitively say she was. <laughs> so I felt like, oh, okay. The cool. factual <laughs> statements have been yeah. there. The math is mathing. The math is mathing. The numbers do not lie. She, yeah, she was like talking to me. She was touching my arm. That's flirting. And she even went as far to like touch my arm while she was talking to me and then slide her finger down my arm and up again. That's not flirting. That is so scary. Get out of there. (laughs) I was like, what do I do? (laughs) You're like, I don't know how to handle this. Yeah. There's so much flirting going on. Well, I love this. Yeah. I love this so much. Um, so that was exciting. That is exciting. What a what a holiday party indeed. Mm-hmm. Oh, Abby, I love the things that are going to come for you in 2023. You too. I think so. Should we wrap it up? I think so. Happy New Year, my loves. Happy New Year, therapy thoughts out there. <laughs> You're all, all beautiful. You we love you. We love you so much. All right, bye. Bye.